Through the work I've done for quite some time, I've had the opportunity to work with database marketers still using snail mail. I can hear you asking yourself why anyone would still use mail, but did you know that for many industries, the battle for the customer is often won or lost at the mailbox? Did you know that although millennials seemingly spend a great majority of their time glued to their digital devices, 84% of them look through their mail on a regular basis and 64% say they would rather search for useful information in the mail than email. Even though direct mail has a slightly higher acquisition cost, it's still an important part of anyone's marketing toolkit. But how should you think about the investment you make in design and printing the mailer? Welcome to Drive Time Marketing. Years ago, I worked for a company that was very budget conscious. I once asked the question if we were designing our mail for value or for experience. As a brand marketer, I was, I am, pro-experience. But the budget-conscious team I was working with sometimes struggled with the very thin line they had to navigate between the two. So I turned to our agency's production manager for some suggestions on managing a print budget to create mail that would enhance our brand story without cutting corners. She was often asked with identifying ways to maximize client budgets while still producing mail that would stand out. Believe it or not, it's not that hard to do if you work closely with your agency's production expert or your printer or both. There are five things you can tweak when challenged with a budget. First, let's talk about color. The easiest way to keep costs down when producing a print project is to only use black ink. If you're still reading a physical newspaper, you see this every day, so you know it can work. You can also opt for black ink for brochures and mailers, and I have to tell you that I love black and white photography. Just take a moment to Google beautiful black and white images. You'll find some of the most captivating images that will certainly get attention if you go that route. But please don't Google and swipe. Make sure you have the rights to the images you use. The advent of digital printing has made full color just as budget friendly. Because digital printing doesn't require the creation of a plate, it greatly reduces the time needed to print. And because of the lower costs, digital printing is a great option for small jobs. There's even some research supporting the theory that many people may respond better to color than to black and white. But if you just can't bring yourself to go the black and white route, stick to the four color process without adding any of the bells and whistles like foils and spot varnishes. Save those special effects for when you really want to up your game. Then there's size. First and always, you should understand the printer's limitations before you start designing something. If you're mailing, you'll want to get up to speed with the post office guidelines to avoid any budget busters like oversized mailers. Bookmark the guidelines webpage and refer to it often. We'll include the link in our show notes if you don't already have it. Believe me when I tell you, it'll come in handy time and time again. Your agency's production manager can always guide you, but if you're trying to handle your production in-house and are in doubt as to whether or not your piece is compliant with USPS standards, take a quick trip to your local post office and ask. If you've ever mailed a piece that doesn't fit the very specific USPS size limitations, I'm sure you found out that the surcharges you incurred for the postage possibly outweigh the price you paid to have the mailer designed and printed. Next, consider using the printer's house stock. Because the printer often buys this paper in bulk, they can pass the discount on to you. This can save you money, 
but it can also save you time since you don't have to wait for it to arrive. Also, making sure your mailer is an appropriate weight can help you save. For the post office, the size is just as important as the weight. No one likes surprise charges. For me, it's right up there with resort fees and checked baggage charges. But that's just a personal grievance and probably a topic for another day. Folding is also something that can both increase your wow factor and your costs. If your piece will be folded and you're trying to stick to a budget, you'll want to design it so that it can be what's called machine folded. That means it doesn't require any kind of handling by a human being. There's a website called Designer's Toolbox that has great examples of standard folds. It's a great resource for you and we'll include that link as well. If I were you, I'd probably bookmark that one. You can always get fancier with your fold, but once a piece requires labor for the fold, the price will increase. But I have to say that I love a creative fold when the event is right. It really adds a little something adventurous to the piece. I mean, it's kind of fun to discover what the next fold will unveil, right? I love getting Fold Factory's super cool fold of the week in my inbox. Number five of the things you can look to when balancing budget and experience is bindery and finishing. For those of you who don't know these terms, bindery is when multiple pages have to be kept together. And finishing is all those things you can do after something is printed, like die cutting or stamping or embossing. Saddle stitching is typically the budget-friendly option for binding. It's a simple process that staples multiple pages together. You typically see this in training manuals. But there are a variety of bindery options, but since we're only talking about saving money, this is probably the best bet to keep your project in line with your budget. Pages of common size are fed into a machine and presto, pages are combined together with little or no human handling. There are, however, a myriad of bindery options available to you. Finishing can add significantly to your printed piece, but your printer may offer some options that are what they call inline, and they may add less than what you think to the cost. It's always a balance, right? As you can see, there are some elements that could be budget savers or budget busters, if you don't really manage them well. Whether you're a spare no expense or a we've got to figure out how to make it work marketer, you can still create dazzling mailers that will tell your brand story and respect your budget. Work with your agency and printing partners to take advantage of the options available to you to create great printed pieces that'll tell your brand story. That about does it for us this week. Thanks for letting me share some tips, tricks, and tools I've learned during my marketing career. I love spending this time with you and hope you do too. Join us next week on Drive Time Marketing. Send us any ideas you have for topics. You can find us at drivetimemarketingpodcast.com or any of our social networks. And if you're a casino marketer, make sure you check out our Casino Marketing Masters Facebook group. We're building a nice community there of marketers sharing some great ideas and some tough challenges. Until next week, keep marketing.